Pick up at the bottom of uh, 8b, Chet uh, Amad Bet. Uh, we had been discussing the Yovel. Uh, we had just had uh, Rabbi Ishmael, the son of Rabbi Yochanan Mibroka, uh, who'd said the Yovel uh, lost from Rosh Hashanah, uh, even though the, uh, the the slaves actually um, get freed on, on um, the uh, the 10th of Tishrei, I being uh, Yom Kippur. Okay, so now uh, we have the following discussion. Tani Edach, we learn in another brighter, Yovel He. So it says it's a Yovel, what does this mean to tell you? Uh, you sanctify the 50th year. You might think that uh, the same way uh, it is sanctified from the beginning of the year, uh, so too, uh, it carries on. Uh, and goes over, for example, until the Yom Kippur of the next year. Okay, and you might think so it expands a bit uh, past the 50th year. Uh, and, and don't be surprised um, that we add on from the, um, the profane or the mundane uh, to the holy, because uh, we, we have a concept like that. Where do we see that? Tamud Lamar, Yovelhi. As you might think that uh, we normally add it on, we're going to see that in a minute. Uh, therefore, uh, to disabuse us of that uh, notion, Tamud Lamar, Yovelhi, Shnat Chamishim. It says it's Yovel, and this is the 50th year, specifically Shnat Chamishim. only the 50th year uh, is something that you make holy. Shnat Chamishim Bechad. Uh, and you don't sanctify uh, the 51st year, okay? If you are counting uh, those years, you don't sanctify the year after uh, the 50th and make the 51st. So it's just the 50th year, uh, start to finish, uh, but the 51st year uh, can't be sanctified, either year after the Yovel. That's uh, what he would use it for, Rabbanan. Shnat Chamishim Atamone. Uh, the, the the rabbis where did they learn the fiftieth year? Tamone shnat kamishim vechad lafuke mid Rabbi Huda. They use that uh, derivation to say that um, uh, because the rabbis just say that it, you know they they never had a have a minute. They just said it you know which was from uh, Yom Kippur. They said listen you don't need that extra verse uh, to say that uh, Yom Kippur doesn't carry on. I mean the 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 Yovayu doesn't carry on uh, because they had already learned it out from uh, that other verse. It says, uh, what did they use it for? Uh, they use it to exclude what Rabbi Huda says um, uh, for the purpose of what Rabbi Huda says. Uh, they exclude Rabbi Huda uh, that, uh, who said Rabbi, Rabbi Huda's opinion <coughs> says the 50th year accounts for both sides uh, of uh, the equation. What is that talking about? Uh, that's talking about the different ways uh, to count the over year. Uh, there is the rabbi's view, uh, where you count years 1 through 49, and then you have uh, the 50th year. The 50th year uh, is an independent year, and then after the 50th year, you go back to a 50-year cycle, uh, and, uh, and therefore that... Um, you start again, one, uh, all the way through to 49, being a Schmitter, and then you have the Yovel being an independent 50th year, not part of any cycle, uh, as opposed to Rabbi Huda, uh, who says that what? Uh, you have uh, 49, 49 years, uh, and then you have the 50th year, and he says that 50th year is a dual, got a dual personality, uh, on the one hand, that it actually counts 
for uh, the as your value because it is the 50th year after 49 year cycle but on the other hand uh, it counts as the first year of the new Shemitah cycle uh, as well so that's what Rabbi Huda says Lekan and Lekan. Uh, the rabbis say no uh, it's an independent 50th year the uh, Yovel. All right. So, um, uh, going back um, to, uh, to to what we just said, Mosefin Michodala Kodesh Minanan. Where does one know uh, that you add on the uh, uh, time uh, to make something that wasn't holy holy uh, from the profane uh, to the holy? Okay, Titania, as uh, we learn in the following Brata, Bacharesh Bakatir Tishbot. Uh, the, the, the Pasuk says in the, in the plowing, in the harvesting, uh, you have to rest. So really, what, what does this Pasuk um, come to? Uh, the, this Pasuk is part of a, uh, a larger one talking, and it says uh, as follows. It says that uh, you should, uh, uh, it quotes the, the following Pasuk. Um, uh, it says that, uh, one sec, let me actually quote the uh, Pasuk. Uh, uh, it says Shisha Yamim Tavor Yomashvi Tishbot. It says six days you work and the seventh day you should rest. Okay, Vacharish Vakatir Tishbot and from ploughing and, and reaping and harvesting you should rest. Okay, so now uh, the first part is definitely talking about Shabbat, okay, because six days. And then it comes along and says, uh, but you know, why does it say in the ploughing and the harvesting you have to rest? Uh, it seems to be superfluous why dafka those things uh, specifically as opposed to anything else and um from there, uh, we have a dispute. Rabbi Kiva, my Rabbi Kiva says, "Ainu tzurik lomar charish rechatir shall shall shvit." Okay, because um, uh, that uh, Rabbi Kiva says, uh, "What are we talking about?" Um, it, uh, you, because uh, there is a dispute uh, about wh- wh- you know what this pasuk means. Uh, the first part, some people say uh, that uh, the first part is definitely talking about Shabbos, but then it carries on uh, to tell you about the. Uh, um, it must be talking about the Shemitah year, and uh, and therefore uh, it, because you know it's specifically then uh, that you have to uh, stop uh, plowing and reaping. Uh, because what we know, we know that those are part of one of the thirty or two of the thirty-nine malachot, uh, so you'd have to stop that anyway on a normal Shabbat. So it must be talking about uh, something else. Otherwise, why would Dafka single out those uh, those those items, uh, those of malacha? Okay, so that's why. And Rabbi Kiva commenting on that says, Rabbi Kiva nomar We don't have to be told about the plowing and reaping of um uh, uh you know of 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 Shvet, of the seventh year Sharay um because the Pasuk in Pashat Bahar says Sadecha Lotizra uh you uh, you're not allowed to sow your field and you're not allowed to you know prune your vineyard. Okay? Uh it, you know Sadecha Lotizra and uh, and you know so so it includes uh, all of that uh, stuff uh, includes all of all of those menachot ella charish shel erev shvit hanich nasel shvit v'ketir shel shvit hotzi lemotzei shvit so therefore Rabbi Akiva comes to expand it and he says now uh, this pasuk is teaching you uh, that um, uh, that that what that plowing in the year before uh, the seventh year. 
going into the the shviat year uh, because it's going to benefit even in the sixth year it will benefit the crops in the seventh year um, and 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 also uh, that, that plowing you're not allowed to do even in the sixth year and harvesting uh, you wouldn't even be allowed to do in the year that comes after either eighth year uh, of uh, of the thing you can't even do that even though it grew in the seventh uh, you wouldn't be allowed to harvest because it grew in the seventh you wouldn't be allowed to harvest it in the eighth year okay so in other words uh, you add on uh, time from the non-holy and make it holy so before and after uh, you add on so that's Rabbi Akiva's um, view Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says no. Um, it must be talking about uh, uh, Shabbat. It says six days you to work, on the seventh day you rest. He says uh, it's not talking about uh, working the land erev uh, uh, shviat. Uh, he says no. It's a normal thing, really, talking about working on Shabbat. And he says, okay, Macharish, Rishud. So why uh, do you include these two things more than any other melacha? And he says the same way uh, as plowing. Uh, that we're talking about here uh, is your own plowing, plowing for your own purposes. Okay, Afkatir Rashut, he says also reaping is for your own purposes. Yatsa, Katira Omer, Shahi Mitzvah, and this excludes uh, the, the reaping of the Omer uh, itself, and that is a mitzvah. Okay, so even though uh, you, would, you would come and uh, uh, the, the Omer, uh, for example, if uh, the 16th of Nisan, uh, what we call second night Pesach, uh, we're sitting at our seders, but in the times, obviously only one day of um, uh, Pesach in, uh, in Eretz Israel. Uh, that night after, they would go and reap the Omer and bring it the next day on the 16th of Nisan, as we've dealt with recently. Uh, and, and now, uh, even if that fell on a Shabbat, uh, it's not that you could say, oh, uh, you can't reap because of Shabbat, uh, you have to have it prepared beforehand. Uh, no, uh, it says this is reaping, uh, this is uh, you know harvesting uh, of something that is needed. It's not your own personal thing. You're doing it for the sake of a mitzvah. And because you're doing it for that sake, uh, then um, uh, you, it, it is, you are allowed to, to harvest uh, even during that uh, time period. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel Mosifin Micholala Koresh Minalad. So therefore, uh, we see that Rabbi, we see Rabbi Akiva's source. Uh, the question is, um, what we do uh, with uh, Rabbi Shmuel? Where does he learn out uh, the principle that you add on from Chol to Koresh? And uh, we see uh, he works it out. Ranafkelai Amidatanya. We learn it out from uh, what we what we uh, learned um, in in the following uh, brata. Uh, it says, uh, but she. Okay, so if this uh, seems familiar, um, uh, we've had it a couple of times. Uh, it comes up four times in, in Shas, uh, this kind of suga, uh, and, this, uh, and, and it's something that we, we saw in Brachot, we saw in Pesachim, we saw in Yuma, and now uh, we see it again in Rosh Hashanah. Okay, you should afflict your souls, Patisha, uh, uh, on the ninth of the month. Okay, it says you should afflict your souls, talking about Yom Kippur, on the ninth. And the Gemara asks, Yahol, but uh, Tisha, what do you mean you afflicted on the ninth of the month? Yom Kippur is on the tenth of the month. Talmud Lomar, Be'erev. No, you must um, uh, do it at night. Because uh, the Pasuk says, uh, on the ninth of the month, but Tisha, Be'erev, it says on the ninth in the evening. Uh, you might think that it starts only in the evening, only when the, it's definitely the tenth, i.e., three stars. Um, you might think that it's only Dafka when it's when it's night time. Uh, that's when the fast starts. Only at uh, um, 
So the Pasuk says, no, you do it in the night. So how do you reconcile these two things? Because it seems to be that it's on the ninth, but it has to be on the tenth. And, you know, is it the night and not the night? So how do you reconcile all of it? And the Gemara answers, Matchil, Mitanem, Ojom. It must be that you start on the ninth already when it is still definitely ninth, and you continue until the tenth. When I made Shemosefin Michol ala Koresh, so he learns it out, Rabbi Shmuel learns out uh, that you add on from the non holy to the holy uh, from uh, this um, from this source, uh, talking about Yom Kippur. Uh, and uh, the Gemara on, you know, discuss it, Ani Ela Miknisa Tor, be it Sator Minayan, how do you know? You know, maybe it's only at the beginning of Yom Kippur. Uh, that, that you do it, so that's what we've seen before. Uh, how do you know even at the end of Yom Kippur uh, you have to um, add it on? Uh, from evening to evening, uh, I think it says, uh, which means <coughs> the same way as Yom Kippur, uh, we add on and extend it from the beginning, uh, we extend it at its end as well, and we fast. Uh, we don't say at sunset, uh, that's it. Uh, we continue until so until it's definitely over. And the Gemara says, only Ella Yom Kippurim. So maybe this only restricted to Yom Kippur itself. There's an explicit Pasuk, Shabbatot, Minan, and how do you know this even applies uh, to a normal Shabbat? Tamud Lomar, Tishbatu. It says you, should, you have to rest, uh, which talks about Shabbat as well. We use that, that word to include that. And Yom Kippurim, Minan, and how do you know this applies to Yom Tov? Tamud Lomar, Shabbat Kem. Uh, it says your Shabbat, uh, it, you know, kind of in plural, your day of rest. Um, it says, hi, Ketzad. So uh, how do you, uh, what's the summary of the whole matter? Kom akom, sheyesh lo shut. Any time that is shut, yesh bo shut, mosfin, michol ala kodesh. When you have to um, uh, rest, I, you, you are told to rest from the Torah, uh, you have to extend uh, from the non-holy to the holy. Okay, so that is... Uh, um, that's that. All right, that's Rabbi Shmuel's source from adding on to call out a Kurdish. Okay, bouncing back, Rabbi Akiva. Hi, Vinitim, if not Mitisha. So, what does Rabbi Akiva um, do with this Joshua? Uh, you should afflict your souls from uh, the, 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 the ninth. Okay, Ma Avidle, what does he learn from that? Mibale Kilatanya. He learns it out. The Tani, Kiaba Rav Rav, Vidifti, he learns it out. What Rav Kiaba. Uh, Rav uh, from Difti says, Detani Chiyabarav, the Difti, because Rav Chiyabarav of Difti says as follows, also something we've seen uh, as well, Vinitim if Natosh, Initim et Nafshotachim, you should afflict your souls, Ptisha, uh, on the ninth, Kiptisha, Mitanin, you don't fast on the ninth, Valo, Basri, Mitanin, you fast on the tenth, Ella, Lamar Lacha, Lamar Lach, Sorry, if you fast on the ninth, if you if you eat on the ninth, Hashem almost gives you the reward as if you fasted on the ninth and the tenth. Okay, and really that actually two different opposite ways of understanding this. <coughs> the first is. Um, to say actually that uh, uh, the ninth uh, is uh, you know we're going to eat anyway uh, and um, 
uh, it actually, uh, it, 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 it's, uh, you would eat anyway to prepare for the fast. So Hashem gives us the kindness and increases our mitzvot uh, by allowing us to actually uh, eat on the day before. He turns it into a mitzvah. Okay, so it's a kind of a chesed that Hashem does for us uh, that uh, we actually um, uh, you know, turn it into a mitzvah. And also it could, some people say that it is the, uh, the, the idea of eating beforehand is almost like the Yom Kippur, the, the covered of, uh, of um, the oneg, sorry, of, of Yom Kippur uh, to eat is actually the, the, the Yom Tov meal of Yom Kippur almost gets uh, brought forward uh, to the day before. That's the one way of looking at it. Other way of looking at it actually is the opposite. Uh, there's a, uh, we're going to see in Tanit in a, in a few mu- in a month or whatever time, month or so time, uh, that um, uh, two months time, whatever, I'm not sure, uh, is that what? Uh, is that actually the, the, the people in the Mamadot never used to fast on a Sunday um, uh, because of the fact that uh, the, 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 the move from uh, the enjoyment and the eating on Shabbat uh, is too hard for them. So actually, uh, the more you eat, actually, on, uh, on the air on the of Yom Kippur, actually, it could be uh, that is fulfilling the Nitim of Nashot Akim, because all of a sudden you go from eating a lot uh, to, to not eating anything, and that increases the Inuit. Okay, uh, those are just some ideas uh, with regard to that. Okay, but moving on, uh, and the rest of the daf is very much Yovel focused. Um, okay, so now what we have is the following. Um, and... Uh, uh, and 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 really, let, let's just uh, maybe quote uh, the verses uh, because the verses are going to be important uh, in this in this context. Um, so when it talks about the yovel, uh, we're going to see from the verses uh, what does it say. Um, it, it quotes as follows: uh, it, it, it chapter twenty-five. It's all in Pasha Bahar, uh, and it says, "Havartem shofa uh, hashvi." You should blow a shofar uh, on the you know on the on, in the seventh month. Basol chodesh on the tenth of the month. Be Yom Kippur on Yom Kippur. Tavir shofar bechol artzichem. You should blow a shofar uh, throughout the land. Okay, uh, that's verse nine. Uh, verse ten says, "Vikadashtem uh, you should sanctify the fiftieth year, Chamishim uh, Shana. Kratim Drobaaret. You should proclaim uh, liberty in the land, Lechol Yishver, for all its inhabitants. Yovari Tiel Lachem B'Shavtem Ish Elachuzato V'Ish El Mishpachto Tashuvu. And it says, you liberty in all the lands. It says, it is Yovel. And every man returns to his inheritance. Every person returns to his family. And then the next part that we are discussing, uh, Yovel He. Shnat Chamishim Shana Tiyeh Lachem. It should be the fiftieth year. It's the fiftieth Yovel for you. It should be for you. Uh, and it says Tiyeh Lachem. Lo Tizru Velo Tizru Etzivichem. You're not allowed to uh, sow. You're not allowed to reap, uh, etc. Even aftergrowth Velo Tevatzru Et Nizireha. And you're not allowed to pick. Uh, the grapes uh, there as well. All right, so so three different things uh, when it when it talks about uh, the Yovel, uh, it really talks about uh, the. Uh, uh, um, so uh, let me uh, not.
preempted. Let the Gemara actually discuss it um, as well. Okay, so Tamar Abanan, Yovel he, Afal Pi, Shalor Shamtu. It is a Yovel, uh, and it says, uh, even though uh, you didn't uh, release uh, the properties, you didn't do this, the Shmitat uh, of land, okay, Afal Pi, Shalor Taku, it's a Yovel, uh, even though you never blew the Shofar as well, because it talks about the Shofar, it talks about um, uh, the uh, um, um, uh, releasing the land, uh, and even though you didn't do uh, all of those things, you might think that uh, even if you don't send away slaves, uh, it says, he. Uh, so in that second verse that we quoted, it says Yovel. He it is a Yovel. Um, uh, you might think that uh, sending you, if you, even if you wouldn't send your slaves away, uh, it says it is a, a Yovel. It says no Yovel. He the he part of it is ex, it, it's exclusionary, and it says uh, it you know that's what Rabbi Huda says. Uh, it is specific. In other words, um, it it won't become uh, be defined as a Yovel. I what does that mean? Uh, that you won't be able to. Um, uh, it, it's, it, you can still work the land. Uh, it's not defined as a yovel uh, if you uh, if you don't um, if you don't send away the slaves. Okay, that's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Uh, Rabbi Yossi uh, is stricter. Rabbi Yossi, man, yovel he. He said, "Is it a yovel?" Um, even though you didn't uh, send the, the land back. Okay, to its original owners. Uh, even though you haven't. Um, uh, sent the slaves free uh, as well. Yachol af shelo takhu. You might think, uh, even though uh, they didn't blow uh, the shofar, it is also uh, um, uh, a yovel. Talmud lomar he. No, he learns that um, uh, from he. It has to be. You know, the shofar has to be sounded. Otherwise, it is not a yovel. So d- different uh, opinions as to what is the operative. Uh, uh, you know, uh, action uh, that you have to do here. Uh, without it, it it, it doesn't uh, doesn't fully declare it. It doesn't make it into a your value. So uh, again, Rabbi Huda says um, that you have to send away the slaves, and Rabbi Yossi is that you have to blow the shofar. Okay. So now, um, um, and now we just discussed once we're on Rabbi Yossi, we continue with him. Vikim achar shemikra echad amabe mikra echad mamat. Uh, one verse can, in, includes uh, things where the Yovel uh, works, okay, and another verse excludes, as we say. He says, uh, why do I exclude, you know, I say that sending slaves is not uh, essential, but it's only a Yovel uh, if you sound at the Shofar. Uh, he says, you know, what's my rationale? And if he, it could be that uh, uh, no one's got any slaves left. There's no slaves uh, to release, and uh, you know the world could be without slaves. In the times of Gomorrah, uh, that was uh, almost an impossible uh, statement to make. You know, uh, uh, in our day and age, it's it's, it's a more rational uh, thing to say that there are no slaves. We can understand that um, that there might not be any Jewish slaves. Um, he says, no, there's got to be at least uh, one shofar in the world. You can't say the world uh, is bereft of shofars, and therefore, uh, sounding of the shofar is the important thing. Uh, another understanding. Uh, blowing the shofar uh, is given over uh, to the beitin, uh, the court, and the court doesn't mess things up. 
uh, like that, and they're obligated to blow it, and they will, they won't um, forget to or anything like that, uh, or, or deliberately not. Vizu animus relabating. Releasing slaves is not up to uh, the baiting; it's up to every single uh, slave owner, uh, and therefore. Uh, that uh, we don't leave it in the hands of every single person uh, because uh, the man in the street uh, might might come and, and not do it. He might willfully not do it. He might forget to do it, etc. So he gives two reasons, uh, does Rabbi Yossi. The more just comments on that. Uh, why, what is this other thing uh, that you have to uh, have? Why, why isn't it enough uh, to, to just say the first? Maybe you'd say, it's almost impossible uh, that there's maybe there's at least one person at the end of the earth uh, that that uh, doesn't release his slave. Uh, you might think that uh, it's impossible that that would be the case. Zoo, um, levating. We say no. So therefore, uh, you know that uh, uh, even the, the shofar, uh, we say that's given over to the baitin, so we can make sure that they do it. Uh, so we just kind of add on. Uh, it's not given over to the baitin. Uh, it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it belongs to an individual, and therefore, even if you say that a person is negligent and he doesn't free his slave, uh, still uh, is your vel. So that's why it, it makes it uh, dependent on the shofar itself. Okay, Bishlam uh, Rabbi Yossi, so we can clearly understand what Rabbi Yossi says. Karamar Tama, he uh, learns his <coughs> his reasoning. Ella Rabbi Yehuda, my Tama, what's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion? Uh, why does he say it's dependent on um, the slaves? Um, he says, Krachim draw Baaretz. We started off, as we said, um, uh, it says, you should uh, proclaim a liberty in the land, Vakasavar, and straight afterwards it says, you are Velhi. Okay, so that was verse 10 uh, that we'd quoted. Vakasavar, Mikra Nidrash Lefanav, Lo Lefnai Lefanav. It says, you, you, you learn the uh, the pasuk uh, just be you learn what's up you know what what was operative the thing just before in the verse and not what is uh, before the before in other words uh, the phrase before that so uh, with the, the right before it says uh, the idea is it, it proclaimed liberty in the land that is talking about freeing the slaves uh, but you don't go back uh, the year before the, the pasuk uh, before uh, and you don't go back before that so therefore. Uh, what do you see? Uh, the passage before that was talking about uh, the shofar uh, in, in the land, okay, and blowing the shofar in the land. So you don't go back uh, that verse before. You only keep what's in verse 10. Uh, you don't go back to what's uh, in verse 9, where it says verse 9 was on Yom Kippur, you do the shofar throughout the land. Okay, so that's, that's his rationale. Okay, as the Gemara says, the Kula draw Lashon Chayrut. The Gemara just comments about this. Uh, it's clear to everyone uh, that uh, the word draw is uh, talking about liberty. My uh, Mashma, where do you where where do you see that that is the implication? Uh, as uh, we we infer that from the following Brata, and draw Ella Lashon Chayrut. Draw is a less I mean an expression of freedom. I'm Rabbi Huda, my Lashon drawer, and Rabbi Huda says, what is the meaning of this drawer? Midarar bay dayara, a person that, that dwells, like door is dayar, okay, he, 
in, in any place that he wants to. Movil, Skorat, Mekor, Medina, and he can sell his wares in, uh, in merchandise wherever he wants uh, all around the country. He goes from province to province. In other words, you're not restricted. Uh, so he's, got, he's at liberty to move around uh, the whole um, uh, country. All right. Okay. So Amarav Kia Ba'aba Amarav Rabbi Yochanan. Now Rav Kia Ba'aba says the name of Rabbi Yochanan. He says Zudiv Rabbi Huda Rabbi Yosi. These are both uh, the statements of Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yosi. In other words, uh, whether you uh, freeing the slaves uh, is the 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 thing without Yovel, uh, without which Yovel doesn't work, or else blowing the shofar uh, is the the idea. But, uh, you know the the operative thing. Uh, otherwise, Yovel won't work. Aval Chachamim. Uh, he says the rabbis hold Omrim Shloshdan Makvot Bo. Now all three uh, things um, are, are are required for Yovel. In other words, you have to release property, uh, you have to sound the shofar, and you have to free uh, all of your slaves. Okay, uh, all of them are you know required. Uh, otherwise, Yovel uh, doesn't have the status. It's not. It doesn't get the status of Yovel, uh, and it says Kasavri, uh, and the rabbis learn Mikra Nidrash Lefanav Lefneulanav Ula Acharav. Really, uh, the pasuk does. In other words, what they're doing is they say when it says Yovel he, it replies uh, to what's just before it, i.e., uh, talking about um, the spring of the slaves. It applies to the uh, the discussion in verse nine, uh, which is blowing the shofar, and applies even afterwards, uh, which we said uh, was. Um, uh, releasing all the property, okay, and uh, and also uh, the land as well, okay. So before and after, uh, uh, does it as, as you know all all of those things uh, apply at all times. So really, uh, that is the the rabbi's opinion. So the Gemara asks about that. Vakativ Yovel, surely you know um, it, uh, um, uh, you know Yovel. Surely that that includes it. Uh, you know, so how, what do you do with Yovel? Because Yovel seems to say it's broad, and then he uh, seems to limit it. Uh, we say that uh, Yovel comes to teach us that it applies even outside Eretz Yisrael. Uh, the Gemara says, really, vakativ uh, Surely it only applies in the land. Uh, that that was one of the things that Jubilee only applies in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, no, you see, he bizman shenoheg draw baaretz. No, the way it works is that you say, Yovel uh, applies when it applies in Eretz Yisrael, noeg bechutzel aretz. Then it also applies outside Eretz Yisrael. In other words, when you free the slaves in Eretz Yisrael, you have to free the slaves outside uh, Eretz Yisrael. Bismansh, einu noeg baaretz, einu noeg bechutzel aretz. And when, when it doesn't apply in Eretz Yisrael, there are no slaves to free, then it doesn't apply outside uh, Eretz Yisrael as well. All right, um, uh, you know, uh, we start a new uh, concept here, uh, the Mishnah says, uh, we quote from the Mishnah. Okay, so now we say, um, the next line of the Mishnah says, um, it's new for planting. Uh, we're now going to discuss a bit of planting. We're not going to get much into it today. That's tomorrow's stuff. Minalan, um, uh, where do you see that from? Uh, talking about Orla uh, and the three-year period where you can't get any benefit uh, from the tree. Uh, you can't eat the fruit. Dictive. Shloshanim arelim. Three years, uh, the, the fruit is prohibited uh, to you. Also, it's a pasuk in Vayikra again, but this is... Uh, 
early on, this is in Parshat Emor, Aktiv Bashnash Revi, and in Shnat Revit, in the fourth year, you have to plant and bring uh, the fruit to the Beit HaMikdash. Yalev Shana Shana Mitishrei. You learn out, Shana, that this Shana is talking about Tishrei. Okay, addictive, Mareshi Tashana. From the beginning of the year, the Gemara says, "V'likmar shana misha min Nisan." Why do we learn shana shana from Nisan? Adjective. Rishon hu lachem lechod shana because it also talks about a shana when it talks about this should be the first of the new months of the new year for you. And the Gemara gives the answer as it did yesterday and as it did in opposition to this when it discussed Shkalim two days ago. It gives the opposite answer. Here the same answer we gave yesterday. Down in Shana, Shani Ma'achorashim. You dash a, a phrase out where it just says Ma'reshi Tashana. There's no mention of months in that phrase. Mishnash Shani Ma'achorashim. So Shnata Ravit also doesn't mention months in it. Ve'endan in Shana Ima. And we don't use this other phrase of uh, the, the Nisan phrase uh, where it talks about Lechod uh, Shehashana, which we'd, we'd uh, worked out uh, two days ago that uh, it was specifically talking about Nisan. Mishana Shein Ima. Uh, so we don't learn out uh, this fourth year uh, uh, being Nisan uh, because it doesn't have the word Mansin uh, and uh, just the Shana Shana derivation and not, um, uh, you know, this Chodshay uh, Hashana derivation. Okay, that is a, uh, a good break point because we're going to get into the uh, issues of, of what's, uh, what we do tomorrow and what we don't do tomorrow. Uh, so we'll leave it there for the day. Everyone should have a great day.